marriage. Marriage is what brings us together. That blessed arrangement, that dream within a dream, and love, true love, will follow you forever and ever. But so will forced poverty. That's what marriage is for so many in the disabled community because once you get married, you're fucked. Your benefits are gone. This is wheelchair parking only, and I am Sam Van Alstein. Hey everyone, just me today as I don't have a guest, so I hope you don't mind. Today's episode may be a little shorter than previous episodes. Also, I'm sorry about the delay between episodes. I've been having trouble coming up with episode topics. Anyway, there's something important I want to talk about today. So without further ado, can I be real a second for just a millisecond? If you see what I did there, you've been watching Hamilton one too many times, like myself. Anyway, I got sidetracked. Recently, I've seen a post floating around Facebook that reads something to the effect of, be honest, do y'all still want to get married? And the short answer, for me at least, is yes. That being said, there's a small problem with that. Other than me being super single and the difference between Sam and a calendar being a calendar has dates. I cannot get married as a wheelchair user without my benefits being drastically affected or more likely terminated. Social Security Income, also known as SSI, is an income-based service that is federally provided mostly to the disabled like myself and the elderly. Statistically, SSI accounts as sole income for 90% of its recipients. So since it's the sole income for the majority of its recipients, You would assume the monthly payout is pretty big, right? Well, like my mom says, if you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. So, no. Let's look at my numbers for an example. I receive roughly $1,200 a month. And my rent for each month is $1,000. Fourteen dollars for the group home I've lived in since 2016. Then my phone, which is a necessity for me as it helps me communicate with staff when I'm not in my wheelchair or I can't get to my wheelchair for whatever reason. That's fifty-five dollars a month. So once you factor in all that, I'm left with about a hundred and thirty dollars for myself. I'll give you a minute to figure this out, but divide 131 by the 30 days of each month. I'll wait. You probably came up with about 4.6. That means $4.60. That is all I can spend per day. With the money the government gives me. 
So, how much was that cup of coffee you had this morning? Or that burger you had for lunch? I rest my case. Now, before you jump the gun and you say something like, Sam, you could just save the money you don't spend. Let me say that I try, and it isn't easy. However, there are rules against that as well. No person who receives SSI is allowed to have more than $2,000 in assets at any time or else they risk their benefits being affected. Forced poverty is real, especially in the disabled community. So what does any of this have to do with marriage? Everything, because since SSI is an income-based service and marriage can change one's financial situation, marriage thus affects SSI. How it works is, let's pretend someone liked me enough to marry me. So I get married and a portion of my new spouse's income is then given to me. That's my income. Then the government comes in and decides, based on my new income, to change or perhaps take away altogether my SSI. This complete double-edged sword is present either way because no matter which way you switch it, the government expects two people to live on one person's income which probably isn't even a big income to begin with. Did you know that according to the CDC, there were 2,000, I'm sorry, 2,132,853 marriages in 2018? Or 6.5 per 1,000? Although, I'm not sure how half a person can get married... However, according to a graph on the societypages.org, ambulatory disabled blacks, like myself, make up just 40,000 of that, or roughly 3%. I like to think that being able-bodied is kind of like being right-handed. Everything is already made for you, and you don't really have to think about it that much. Being disabled can only be compared at the most basic level to being left-handed. Not many accommodations exist. For lefties, and I'm sure some do, but they are few and far between. This is the best analogy I can give to an able-bodied person to explain a fraction of the struggle the disabled community faces every day. That being said, why in 2020 should the ability to legally wed and recognize the person we love as a spouse be a struggle? It shouldn't be. That being said, there is absolutely, positively, no marriage equality until a disabled couple has the same rights as an able-bodied couple in the United States. Wheelchair Parking Only is an anchor podcast. It's written and produced by me, Sam Van Alstein. Interact with the show on social media 
by following the Facebook page Wheelchair Parking Only Podcast and on Instagram as Wheelchair Parking Only. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Until next time.